Today is Monday, August 21st, 2023. Joining me tonight, or I say tonight, but you're listening to it probably in the morning or during the day. Um, anyway, joining me is my husband. Hi, husband. Hello, husband. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm just fine. Thank you. We The last time we podcasted was a week ago, um, Sunday. And I, well, as you know, I did not do a podcast this week because I was lazy, one. And two, I did um, Mix Minus with um, Daniel Brewer on Friday evening. Did you hear that show? No. Do you listen? Do you even listen to podcasts? No. <laughs> well, I said on Mix Minus that I'm that I didn't have to do a podcast because I was on Mix Minus that day. But um, and then yesterday I said to you because yesterday was Sunday and generally we do our podcast on Sunday when we're doing it together. But I said, oh, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. So we didn't do. One and yesterday. I said, and you said this. <laughs> That's exactly what you said. Look how they turn their hips. Now the question is, why are we playing the song? Well, because on my um, Facebook feed, I was informed this was the number one song in the country in 1965 this week. It was actually number one in April of 1965. That's what I thought. And so I said, look. And then you were you looking sh- at... You showed it to me. I saw it. You said, I want a hairdo just like Diana you, Ross. You know what? I did. And I said, oh, my God, look at that wig. I said, that's a really good wig for her. Look at that. The we're, bangs, we're, we're watching the video, by the way. The flips. Yeah, it looks good. I think he would look good in that. But you have to do all the dance steps. Well, you know, I'm a, I, am, I am an expert on the choreography anyway, of the Supreme so, Songs. Well, I said, stop in the name of love. There's I, always something to talk about on a podcast. You did say that. And I have to stop that song so that we don't get in trouble for um, playing too much of it. Mm. You might get sued by La Ross. Or Motown or whoever owns the song. I think La Ross owns the um, Does she own the catalog of her music, I think. Oh, oh, yeah. I read that oh, somewhere. You, you did tell at me At this that. stage of her career. Right. So you did say there's always something to talk about. So I thought, you know, while you were doing the dishes from dinner, thank you for doing that, by the way, dear. You're welcome. Um, I jog- we had grilled chicken. We did. It was so good. It was even I better. Made, uh, <gasps> everything was fresh. I went to the farmer's market, fresh potatoes yes. and the vegetables, because we've had such a normal spring and summer without blistering heat, without um, torrential rainfalls, with the exception of the storm we had a couple weeks ago. But and, and the everything exception is just of like two fresh. weeks of really hot. The really peaches hot are delicious. The tomatoes are delicious. In well, fact, I, unless you go on Saturday, because I went this Sunday. You did. I did not get um, the, the best selection of, the of vegetables I wanted, but they had the white potatoes are just, they're just delicious. And so, and they make the best uh, mashed potatoes. And I made. Oh my God, they were so good. I made a, um, I guess a bastardized version of a brown sauce with mushrooms that I had with my potatoes and chicken. And I was going to say you had any chicken too. And uh, we had a nice non-oaked. Chardonnay. I had fresh the green beans. the The color of those green beans just so vivid, just fresh, fresh, fresh. Anyway, yeah, it was you know, gorgeous. Okay, so you know, you're saying that color of those green beans. You know what that the color of those green beans reminded me of? 
Green beans? No, the handle of my new bag that I finished today. Oh, you're calling that color green bean? Look at the look at the color, and it's almost the same color as the uh, green beans. You made them with green beans. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you're such a you're such an artsy craftsy. That's something that would have happened in 1975. That's probably true. Yeah. As part of a macrame project, but, but only because I would have not I would not have had a computer or a cell phone to play on all of all of the time of the day i think your mother dropped you off at woodstock in 1969 and just left you there well if she did i was only five and years now old. here you are <laughs> okay. making baskets and bags with no green baskets. beans and Honey, do other you, do, you, do you see any baskets i have not made a basket you don't eat the vegetables you make art Listen, vegetables. I have not made a basket yet, but I have found some videos on YouTube that show you how to make a fabric basket. Speaking of that, do you, do you remember the um, basket that we have? We put the crackers in for our crackers and cheese um, yes. things. I saw a video on how to make one of those. So. Make one with string beans. <laughs> green beans. Get over the green beans. And eggplant. Okay. You could do a lot with egg. If you... Um, um, peeled an eggplant. You could do something with the, well, with the, the skins. I'm I pretty certain. I definitely love the color of the eggplant. That's a beautiful color. Yes. Listen, okay, so as I said, we podcasted. Um, oh, your orphan child is sorry, giving me a message. I'm still not sure about that. Did you ask her something? No. You, oh, oh. I don't know why you don't bring this child back to the orphanage. He's talking about S I R I. We can't say her name because she will talk anyway listen i said to you while you were doing the dishes i jotted down some things we can talk about and one thing that i want to um, say is that um last tuesday which would not have been on that podcast we went to um yeah because i know i didn't talk about this um we went to well it was your your first um uh, experience with the retired gay men's group that we belong oh, yeah. to okay so last tuesday they had a uh, uh, meet for lunch, and if you ride a bike, you can go bike riding afterwards. We, so we and it was down um, on the marina, Columbia Island Marina, which is part of the um, George Washington Parkway. Um, so we met like there was, I think there was nine, nine or ten uh, guys yeah. there all together. And um, I'm gonna say that we were definitely the youngest ones there. Yes. Well, and the guy who was running it, we're, this, we're all actually the same age, David. He, we're the same age as him. Yes. Um, and, okay, so we were there. We met for, you could you get your own food. You were sit at this big long table with all the pe- people who were going to be in this in group. very loud 80s rock Yeah, they music. did. They were playing some Hair bands, music. very bad hair band music. But anyway. I wasn't really paying attention to the music because I was, we were. Not, so just not to go off on a tangent. Oh, no, that's but fine. why do... Um, whether it's a winery, whether it's a cafe, oh, whether it's an I know outdoor where you're going. eatery, why <laughs> do they have to play classic rock music at the highest Volume. decibel possible? In fact, Listen. quiet is fine. Honey, okay, so let me ask you a question. Yes. 30 years ago, would you have complained about the, the volume of that music? I don't think they did that 30 years ago. Oh. I don't recall that. You only heard that kind of music when you went to the food court at the shopping mall and you heard Tiffany. <laughs> Tip, Tiffany. But Tiffany. I, didn't, I don't recall going out to dinner 
or going somewhere to eat and hearing not just background music, loud music. It's so loud. I I agree with you, but I I have to say that I'm afraid that it might have something to do with our age. Maybe, but you're you're screaming at each other. Everyone's screaming at each other. Everywhere, every restaurant, not every restaurant, but um, lately it seems like everywhere I go, whether it's... um, where did Mr. Dale and I go? We went to the Nordstrom Cafe. The music was so loud. I know that if I go to McDonald's, the music in the McDonald's Were they is so playing loud. Cherry Pie by Warrant? <laughs> no, no. I mean, just turn it off. We heard no. the sound of the birds, the gulls, the, we were right by the river. That's all the music you need. Not, yeah. I remember, grew up in the 80s. Yeah. But I don't want to listen to that at blaring speed no i mean it, anyway. i didn't like it either and when when a quieter song came on then it you know uh, calmed my mind no. while trying to talk but anyway right, so, we go back so, to the, so yeah. your experience with meeting these at least the nine people that you did did meet and how did you think the whole um meet because this is a meetup group well i had a very nice afternoon okay only two of them actually went bike riding yeah i know That's it was true. a very warm afternoon yeah um, it was like 90 yeah, or something like that. I did like uh, the outdoor, the marina atmosphere by the water. Yeah, and I didn't get too sweaty because there was a breeze. Of course. Uh, no one should get sweaty in the summer. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I had a nice time. And I think there are opportunities to do other things. And so I'm looking forward to uh, enjoy and enjoying the group some more. Okay, but so what did you think about the those men that you met? Would you want to be like friends in terms? I don't of, know. I just met them one time. Okay, well, because we talked to a couple guys for a, you know extensive. Well, it depends on establishing mutual interests. Um, so good point. Good point. Yeah. Uh, some of the, I think most of the guys we met were not partnered or. They were, you know, they had been married to women, and they came out late. Or oh my god, that's true. I didn't think about someone it. Or, for a while. So yeah, like the guy who we were talking about, talking to across from you, well, he, he was had, just out of a twenty-nine-year relationship. Yes, but and then the two men at the end of the table were were single. Well, no, they had been married to women and had grandchildren. Well, I know, but at the time, right now, they're single. So it's a, yeah, it's just a, and I can see if you're. You know, if you came out late and you were tired, I could see where this is your, you're coming out, uh, your children are grown, um, you've done your job, and now it's time to focus on yourself. And so, how if you are 70 years old, where do you meet other gay men? So this is perfect for them, and they're all very nice. doesn't matter their history, their past, and... It's um, true. They all were very nice. All were very nice. And, and so, they you know, engaged in conversation but just But looking fine. at past events they've had, I think we could host at least a, a wine tasting party. Well, I'm sure my podcast listeners might remember way back in 2017, 2018, and I actually did host an event here when you were at work, and I um, had guys over here for sex. I mean, uh, we had... Um, for sex? No, no, no. Uh, we had um, lunch here. With whom did you have sex? No, Nobody. I didn't have sex. I don't have oh. sex anymore. You should know that. Oh. Um, anyway. Um, don't tell... Oh, wait a minute. Don't tell Betsy and uh, uh, Patricia and... Doris and, Doris and Beverly. Wait, and who's Doris? 
I did, other members of your harem. I did know a lady named Doris when I was. Yeah, they know you at the assisted living facility. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, okay, so um, that was on Tuesday. So you generally, overall, you had a nice time, and it you you would attend other activities, right? Yes. Like you know, from once in a while, I think as soon as it becomes cooler, they'll take more of these. Um, like uh, hikes and stuff, like at the uh, Teddy Roosevelt Island. Um, I think you would go to those because that well, was the before one. that they had just they had just hosted a hike, but it was too hot for you. Well, and it wasn't until three o'clock in the afternoon, <sighs> the hottest time of the day. I'm not I doing know. that. And when you're so delicate, and honey, I am delicate. Your listeners <clears throat> don't really know how delicate. Well, they might are. have a general idea, but listen, when this group started. Because I was one of the founding members of this group back in 2018 or 2017. I can't remember which one day it was. But anyway, um, they had activities starting at 10 o'clock in the morning. And you know me, as old and retired and in my ways, you, you can well, you go out. Listen. You weren't you, old listen, in 2018, dear. You can go out. Some of these old dudes are hopping on their bikes to go on a You're not on letting me finish the whole idea here. Um, okay. The point is, is that. Uh, when you're retired and you're, I, I say I'm old, but I'm only 59, but you know what I mean, old people. Mm-hmm. We go out at 10 a.m. in the morning because that's after the traffic. But you have to be home by like 2, 2.30 or you're stuck in the traffic in D.C. And I do not want to get stuck and in And you that. can't take a nap. Well, my nap starts at 3. You're right. That is true. So I want activities that are from 10 to 2. That's a four-hour window. They used to have them all the time. We went to lunches. We went right, to so the what time Masonic did, Temple. Uh, one of the members have the wine tasting. That, that couldn't have been at 10 o'clock in the morning. No, I think it was, it was 11. Day drink. Well, they could be day drinking. I don't think that was 11 o'clock there. Well, I don't or know. Potlucks. They have potlucks. Who has a potluck at 10 o'clock Ooh, in the morning? I don't want to eat other people's food either. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> So you don't have to eat other people's food because you don't even eat the food that I cook. Honey, I ate your dinner tonight. It was delicious. Well, that was pretty simple. But you can <laughs> have you can you can have your Mama Celeste pizza in, in the microwave. Well, I'm having you can have your own now. things, and then other people can bring their food, and we all have a good time together. Well, that's true. And actually, if we were to bring a dish that I would eat, then I would just eat that dish. What would that be? Uh, like a big pan of macaroni and cheese or something. Anyway, that's something that we can um, definitely look into and, you know, focus on at another time. You know, we could always outsource that to some of the prominent chefs that you like. Mm. Who would be a prominent well, chef? Well, so there's, there's Celeste. Oh. Um, there's... I call him Duncan, but Duncan Hines, there's, um, I don't know. There's someone called Sarah Lee out there. Betty Crocker. Have you heard of her? Betty. She is a Crocker. um, Of course, there's the ultimate chef. And I, I, I don't know that I can say his name without a sense of reverence. Who? Boyardee. Oh, the chef. Yes. Chef why aren't yes. Okay, so right. um, okay, I, I got something together here for the next little uh, thing. So okay, that was on Tuesday. You know they're having an affair. Betty, I'm telling you now. I heard it. Betty and Boyardee. You mean Crocker and Boyardee having an affair? What would their kid be named? Crocker, Boyardee. Well, I've heard through the grapevine. It's heard it Duncan. Through the grapevine. Duncan is 
their love child. What? Yes. Do you hear music going on? No. <sighs> because that know. child you brought home oh. from the orphanage oh my God, that's Siri in the living has room. a mind of her own <laughs> and can needs to go back it's not on my, to oh, the on convent my where the nuns can lock her in a closet. All right, I just stomped it. It's Chris Buddy. I just stomped it. Now, listen. We've her name to, is Siri. Bring her back to the convent. We've got to move on. We're already right. 16 minutes in, and we've only talked about one thing. <laughs> All right. So um, then on Thursday, I got my hair cut, but not from my normal hot guy, um, Jem. I had Franco, who is... Yeah. Well, speaking of know, Diana Ross, sure speaking if, of Diana Ross, you came back with a high hairdo. Honey. Let me just be a little realistic for a minute. I did not, you know, my hair's short. You did, honey. But listen, so Who's Franco. All up, just telling you. Franco. Right. Well, his name is Franco, but I wonder if he's Italian, but all the other guys in that shop are, are Turkish. But in any case, Franco. Mediterranean. And that's true. That is yeah. true. Franco cut my hair. He's got like a ring on every finger on his hands, including his thumbs. He's got like jewelry around his neck and he, he's just he, he he's bald but he wears a um what do they call those hats that um that kind of hat he wears Bebop? no i can't think of it anyway Baseball. he he cut my hair because my guy is out of town until the end of august and well i got your um gift card because i always give you gift cards for haircuts for yes. special occasions and I, love and I think those. he wears rings on every finger and then a ring on something else. Oh, my God. You think he's got a cock ring? I told you. His schlong is hanging you out know for what? anyone to see. I'm going to say, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to agree with you because he was wearing like, excuse me, I didn't clear my throat. He <clears> always <throat> wears gauzy linen He pants. was. He was wearing, um, like, but this was like, these were more like sweatpants. And you know the the um, doinger shorts that you know with the dick shows through. Well, the his dick visible out penis the door, line. And he's still BPL. sitting at the desk. Well, no, he, well, he was. I was looking at him in the mirror, and his dick was flopping around in these shorts, and I mean pants. And I wondered if he even had underwear on because it didn't look like it. Excuse me, that's so disgusting. I can't help yeah. it. I'm still very flummy. Anyway, so did okay. you like your haircut? Um, I'm just gonna say it's okay, but it's okay, but it is just okay. I actually thought you it said was it an looks excellent good, haircut. But I and when I try to dry it in the morning and you know, well, because you go to the salon and they do it one experienced hairstylist suggests ways of styling your hair, and it looks very modern. It looks very good, and then you wash it out and do it the way that you want to do it, which is the way you've been styling your hair since 1985. No, actually, eighty-five. I had a, a bowl cut like Justin Bieber. Oh, but um, I have had so this. Nineteen ninety-five. Okay, ninety-five is about right. I was going to say right. okay. it was like ninety-two. So maybe these maybe these professionals are trying to keep you a little hip, a little up to date. Well, anyway, I look great. I thought it looked fine. He cut my hair, but I need to. Ha I needed to have it cut because I'm going to this wedding, which I know I keep talking about. We're going to the wedding in September, and. Um, I needed to have it cut now so that I could have it cut one more time before the wedding, which is like four weeks away. Do you realize that? I know. Oh God, I need to get my. Um, I need I, my my um, pants. The hem in my pants needs to be rehemmed. Oh, for your suit, for your yeah, blue, because your, the threads have. Um, oh, you need to get. Oh, honey, you need to get on that. I need to do it tomorrow because um, 
it took them 10, was it 10 days to do my? Well, but you were doing alterations. I just need the all, hem re-sewn. All, all I had was the hem on the pants and the sleeves on the coat. Oh, yeah, but you're, you're do, you had that done at Macy's. I did. Yeah, you're like picking a number there. Speaking I'm going to go to a, a local, there's a local seamstress. I, and I she would, can probably I do it in the end of the day. I do that. Yeah. I think maybe a week, but anyway. Okay. Well, speaking of the suit for the wedding, um, I picked it up on Friday, last Friday, and it fits perfectly. I am very happy with and it. And you look so handsome. And here's the deal. I think I, I know I already told you this, but the guy who... Um, you know, fitted me for the suit and sold me the suit and everything. When I went to pick it up, he's like, oh my God, it's good that you're here this day because the suit that you bought is on sale today and I'm going to give you the sale price since you're picking it up on the same day that it's for sale. So I got $238 back from the suit. It literally cut the price of the suit in half. Yeah. I mean, that's how I got my suit at, when Lauren Taylor is still around, I got the same sort of deal. But it's a Ralph Lauren suit. Yeah, same here. Wow. Well, I thought yeah. I was really happy. So anyway, yeah. I picked up the suit. Everything fits beautifully. The wedding is you know, going to be wonderful. And I need to say, I need to speak about that just for a quick second. So the wedding, as you know, is on Pride 48 weekend. Now, I was on Daniel's Mix Minus on Friday night, and he's trying to convince me well, he that night he was trying to convince me to do a podcast on, uh, you know, Pride Forty Eight weekend, and I said, "Damn, I've got wedding stuff the whole weekend. I just, you know, like we have the rehearsal dinner on Friday night, yeah. and then we have the wedding is like at two o'clock on Saturday. Then, and the, then re- the reception reception's at five three hours later, yeah, five thirty I think at uh, the district winery, and then on Sunday we have that um, group get together luncheon thing and." Uh, um, What's the name of the park? Anyway, so it's like the whole weekend is this wedding. It could, well, we're really, real, I'm really good friends with the. Well, we yes, we should feel fortunate that we're included. In yes, the, because the, all the it's only young people. But I am so happy. Well, it's not just young people. I mean, it's no, I mean, colleagues and uh, friends our age, and uh, I'm so happy for this couple. Uh, I guess I can say the first for for one of the uh, one of the grooms parties. Um, the the first wedding, the first marriage did not work out. Obviously, and yeah. we were all taking bets at the wedding as to. Well, how I long said it was at the wedding, I give it three to, to five years, and it lasted uh, four. It just was. It was obviously um, a mismatch, but we were happy at the time, and you, you can only be happy for um, oh uh, yeah as for the, friends, and you hope it works out. But yeah. we were not surprised; it didn't last very long. But the guy he's but marrying this one, now. Well, so he made a smarter choice. He took his time. Um. And actually, there's oh, another um, Diana Ross song that's fitting for that sort of thing. You can't hurry love. No, you can't. You can. just have to wait. Okay, so. Um, and Mama said that, too. She said you can't hurry love. Anyway, so oh, we're oh. very happy for them. So yes. we're very thrilled to be included in these festivities. And, right, all these and, wedding activities. Um, so um, anyway, Daniel, I'm going back to the oh, being on yes. Mixed Minds with Daniel. He... Almost, I mean, he. I think he even literally had me convinced to say that I would do a podcast that weekend. But you know what? I'm going to have to tell him. And Daniel, if you're listening, I, I simply cannot do it. It's just not going to work. Does Daniel know your other obligations to um, the ladies, your lady friends? 
I'm not sure he does, but he has heard me talk about this wedding multiple times. So it's not like it's news. And the thing is, I said the very first time that they announced the dates, I'm like, well, shit, I can't do that. I've already got this wedding to do. And it's like a big deal, so I, I can't do it. Um, so so just imagine Archer, an 85-year-old um, lover, some solo cups and some some Cardi B playing in the background. Did you say solo cups? And some Cardi B. What's in the, the solo cups? You know, drinks of love. Betsy likes her. Um, well, they all like the alcohol. I know, but they she, like she said she likes her fine liqueurs. Didn't she tell us that one time? Well, she promised to share her fine liqueur with you. Liquor? It's I been don't even carefully. Know her. It's been carefully aged <laughs> for many years. Oh my God! It's been and has never she been turns, released. It has not been released in at least forty years. Listen, she turns private, honey. Let me talk. Private Jesus. liquor. Oh, it is definitely. It would definitely oh, be yeah. private. Oh my God! Yes, it would be private. Oh yeah. But she turns eighty-one in September. Did I tell <gasps> you that? A vintage year. <laughs> vintage. <laughs> okay. Moving right along. So I skipped over one thing. So oh, I'm I'm seeing the Cardi B video. Remember that? Are you? The video she had where everything was just All right. So I talked about um oh, yeah, all they all about Cardi B. Getting my hair cut with Franco. I talked about picking up my suit on Friday and doing mixed mm-hmm. minus with Daniel, but we skipped our restaurant this week. I'm just gonna play a little bit of this just to give the you know, because um if you remember last week Baron Frosty said that I should play some music or have a theme song for oh, each. Oh, so what, what song did you pick for the... Well, I didn't pick a song. I just picked some generic music. I what, like this. What kind of music does this sound like? Like, where would you say it's from? Well, the title says Italian music, background, chill out. I was going to say Spanish guitar, but... But it's, it, it's Italy. It's Italian. Very, very, very Mediterranean. So I'm choosing this because we went to dinner at El Dente, which is an Italian restaurant. Yes. And we went there on... Um, I think we went... Let me look at the calendar. Thursday. It was Thursday. It was after I got my hair... What well, was in the evening from getting my hair cut with Franco. And I was thinking Franco... I think is Italian, and how perfect for us to have um, an Italian dinner at El Dente on Thursday. But he's not Italian. You don't think Franco's Italian? His name is Franco. Could he be Italian working in a, in a, a Turkish shop? I guess so. I guess I guess it could be a. To me, he looked. Do you think he looked uh, Turkish? He looked Turkish. I mean, to me, I mean, um, you know, you can't judge by you can't judge by their skin. Then, do you, you think know? that that but big uncut dick in his pants? I mean, do you he think, could be he could be Sicilian? In I'm, which case, he could be. Do Italian. you think that big dick in the flopping around his pants is uncut? Is what I meant. To well, say. look it up. Is um, I thought Franco was like a like a, Sp- a Spanish, but who knows? It's all in the Mediterranean. Uh, look it up. I'm not gonna look it up. We're just we're just gonna go with it. I'll look it up. You look it up. All right. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that was on Thursday, so that's why I'm playing this music. Um, but um, Baron Frosty, this is not a specific song for an Italian restaurant. 
It's just Italian music. Oh, this is definitely Italian, honey. That's amore. Oh, the name Franco is boy's name of Italian origin, meaning Frenchman or free name. A classic Italian name still heard in the Italian-American community. Oh. Tainted by the Spanish dictator. It's now more likely oh. to be called up. Of course, this is all fucked up. James Franco. Uh, it's <laughs> Franco, Italian, or Spanish. James Franco. It says Italian. I told you. I told you. All right. So that we are, that's where we are with that. But it's also, it also shows up as Spanish. Well, and you you said that, that you thought it might be Spanish. Um, okay, listen. So um, we're doing a podcast today on Monday, August 21st. Um, Thursday of this week, I am leaving the area. I am I'm leaving you. I am going away. Are you being abducted? No, I'm just leaving you. Excuse me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so five of, you know, I, I come from a family of seven children. Five of us are going to get together this coming weekend in Dublin, Ohio, to visit my um, brother and his daughter, and her twins, if you remember, I told you this, I'm a, I don't know if I'm a great uncle or a, I don't, I don't know exactly what my, what my. Um, well, you're a great uncle. Is it great uncle to be my, yeah. my niece's uh, yes. kids? Okay. Yes. So I'm a, a great uncle for my uh, niece's twins. And they were born last December. So they're going on eight months, uh, actually com- coming close to nine months old. No, no, no. They were born at the end of the month, so they're eight months old. So um, my three sisters and my twin brother and I are all going to get together. And, well, it's my twin brother's kid, so uh, we'll be able to see the twins, hang out with the twins, have fun with the twins, and we're going to go out to dinner. And then on Saturday, we're going to all drive to Indiana to visit my mother's sister, my Aunt Mary. And all of her 164 children. No, she doesn't have that many. She's got, um, uh, does she have six? Lisa, Debbie, Janet, Danny, and Kimmy. Five kids. She has five kids, and then all of those kids have kids. So um, we're going to be visiting all of them. So Mary's 77. Years old. Yes, yes, yes. Because she was born in 46. Uh, Yes. Yes, yes. She was born in 46. Yes. In fact, she's younger than my mother. But... Oh my God, she's seventy-seven. She looks and walks around and, and acts like she's in her mid-eighties. Wait, she's three years younger than my mother. My mother just turned eighty. She's seventy-seven. You're right, she, but she may not be seventy-seven yet. She'll be seventy-seven in twenty. Yeah, later on. I'm not sure when her birthday is. She oh. does look old, but let's face it. Mary has had of all of your siblings. Oh God, she's had a very, a very rough life, and they're still working. They still work the farm, and they don't even own it. They don't own it. Yeah. They don't own anything. Their retirement right now is Social Security, and that is it. And, how do you get... And actually, not Mary, oh. only her husband, Roy, is on Social Security because she didn't She didn't have enough credits. She didn't work. She didn't, technically did not work. But she worked on the farm. But I know, but she didn't have an actual job. It was Roy who had the mm-hmm. job. It's sad. So they're living on Roy's Social Security. Now, not to get political. Uh-oh. But I think that's okay, um, though. 
I think Mary's... Oh, she's a trumper. Is a trumper. Yes. And I think she loves the Lord. Yes. Because we always get uh, cards from Mary about praising the Lord. Yes. Praising Jesus. Yes. And but she, even in they, her... they live, they live fair. They're they're fairly impoverished, I would say. Well, for being so old and living on a, yes. They're, they're basically what you would call, I guess. Are they sharecroppers or tenant farmers? Or? They're they're tenant farmers because the man who owns the farm did not sell to the corporations when he could have, so it's still a single person owned farm. But they work it for him, oh. and they have been working it for him for like forty years. Or it, it looks like she has worked her entire life. Yeah, and she. Yes, and they both look. And Roy is in his eighties. He's he's eighty. One or 82, I think. Yeah, but I think the younger son, one of the sons has stepped up to help them. But it's kind of sad, but Mary doesn't They've only appear... got one son, Danny. Oh, Danny uh-huh. has his own farm, but yes, he's also helping Working, them helping with their them. farm. Yes. But, they, but Mary can't really, they can't afford to retire. No, Jesus, no. They're still working. So why do they vote for people who keep them? Living no, that way. If you remember, they're not the most. Is that what the Lord would want? No, it, I, it has to do with education, exposure. Um, you know, they just don't. They're in rural Indiana. I know. I'm from rural Louisiana. I, I get it. But I, as a rhetorical question, you just wonder why do why would people like that vote against their own self? Okay, honey, we've been saying that it's for just years. perpetuating a system of of. Poverty and yes, I, mean, you, I agree. You, and so, what? Ha- I guess I know your aunt Mary is still very healthy, and she's she's not she, young, but she no, can still works yeah, on the she, farm. She's still, but there's going to be a day when she she, can't she and her husband it. can't work yeah. the farm, and her hus- her son can only do so much. Right. So what are they? What are they? What will well, they do? Okay. Well, probably <gasps> they'll move here. No. Probably yes, we'll, we'll, honey, we honey, can make we can make space for them. I don't look at. Have you noticed the junk I have in this room right now? I was sewing a, another bag today, and this room. <gasps> you is, can help. You and Mary can sew quilts. Well, Mary and could blankets. do that. Yeah, but listen, if you could, really. She's so. Who was the better cook, Martha or Mary? Uh, Martha, listen. Oh. Mary is not too adverse to just heating things up. Listen. The point, my point is, you ask me where we get all that food on the farm. Oh my God, where would they go? Because um, I, I told you she has five kids, and all of her kids are actually successful, average uh, people. Like they're, they're, they're not, all farmers. No, 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 no. None of them are farmers except for Danny, the son. All the girls are like a uh, couple of them are teachers. One is a hairdresser. Um, I don't know what the other one does, but. Like one moved to Pittsburgh, but generally the others are just. Are I said, yeah, you, when you want to tell me your mom, when your mom would go to Indiana, she come back with dozens of eggs and no. fresh vegetable. No, when your mother, your mother, when you, when your mother would go out, go with your family. Oh, when we visit, all went yes, together, she would come back we with would come eggs back with and stuff, vegetables. Yes. But if she flew she, up on her own, she would not bring that stuff back. She would just because she would fly. We would drive. No, I would say flying when you, when you were kids. Yeah, when you would, we would there, drive. Yeah, she would have like a, a car full of a fresh fresh food. But when I was so young, mom your... actually flew up there a couple of times to to visit. I'm just saying. So, 
Mary, obviously, is a farmer. Um, what well, did she do with the fresh vegetables? Well, she- they sold it at them. They had multiple ways. First of all, the um, guy who owned the farm took the majority of it and oh, sold right. it yep, at, that's at, the his, thing. at yep. his thing. And if they had anything from their own private gardens, then they would sell it at the farmer's market like on a Saturday morning. Oh. You know. God, that's kind of sad. It is sad, but that's life. Oh. But what I was going to say was all of her kids um, are, I, I want to say successful, but they're not like, you know, like my sister who was a vice president of Marriott. Um, they're not that kind of successful. They are comfortable. Well, we're not that kind of successful either. Well, no, you and I are not. No, but the, the majority of my brothers well, and sisters are very I'm asking, your mother was a wonderful cook. She and, was, yeah. Um, I know she left behind, left behind um, a treasure trove of recipes. Yeah, that we can get came our hands from, on. But some of that came from her mother. That's true. And we have maybe uh, five of them or six of them. So I guess I'm wondering if your um, sisters, if her sisters... Oh, also, um, have those recipes? Or did, had that interest in cooking that your mother did. Okay, now it's really interesting because um, when, I, when I look at the two sisters, my mom had two sisters, Aunt Mary and Aunt Tootie. Aunt Tootie was very suburban. Like they had a house in the suburbs of, um, oh my God, what's the name of that town? I can't think of the name of the town. Anyway. She lived in the suburbs. She had like a, a, a tract house, a, a, you know, a, a rambler from the 60s, her and her husband. did. They didn't have a farm. They didn't have, you know, land or anything. So she, her uh, uh, meal to name or whatever, like when we would go visit and then, they, you know, because they would, they would um, uh, farm us around to the different um, aunts and uncles to right. stay certain nights of the week because grandma's house, it was too small. Um, when we stayed with the Aunt Tootie, she her big meal would be spaghetti, just like plain old spaghetti, and um, and she would make it. and We would all love it. We would eat it. But um, so she didn't have a farm to have fruits and vegetables and corn and all that stuff. But where did your mom get all those ingredients from? Growing up on the farm and during the Depression, she was born in thirty one. She basically grew up during the Depression and on the farm. All of her experiences with food, but wanted your mother, but she grew up with the same, in the same family. Yeah, but she was ten years, like ten years older than Mary. Okay, I, I guess. Yeah, you know, my grandmother was. Oh, she was, was like fifteen years older. Well, than Mary. my my grandmother born in nineteen nineteen, in the country. Everyone had chickens and cows and pigs did and they. whatever. They did too. And my grandmother was was the Cajun cook, but she, her younger sister did not like to cook or didn't really bother, but her sister. My grandmother's sister lived in the backyard. They had <laughs> yes, like that's a, right. a, you know, she a, did a in the shot, trailer back a, there, like right? A shotgun house. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was a trailer shotgun house. It it had two bedrooms and a bathroom, but she was the sweets. Aunt May made all the sweets and um, oh, divinity her fudge. Di- I was and just going to say you've talked about Mama her divinity fudge. And Mama was the Cajun cook. She did all the the fresh things, egg eggplant, anything fresh. My grandmother would buy bushels of fresh vegetables. Not buy, because... No, oh, they'd have them um, on the farm. I mean, on the river Well, road. so my grandfather was a carpenter, and so it was like bartering, I guess. So, oh, I'm you know, sure they did barter. Papa built cabinets for someone's kitchen. They'd get and they got... Whatever. Yeah. And then you could still... It was before the restrictions on 
fishing in the in the river. My grandmother lived by the by the Mississippi River. You can get uh, river shrimp. Um, always fresh shrimp. I mean, and I'm telling you, ice chest of shrimp. Okay, wait. Never paid for shrimp. It was all it was all in Momo's backyard. I need a little clarification. Momo's said, grandma, my grandmother. Your grandmother, yeah. yes. yes. So you said there was a restrictions put on. Why were there restrictions put on? Because um, in the mid to late seventies, chemical plants started buying up these plantations. Oh, and pushing. And these wealthy families were selling out to Dupont or whatever uh, chemical uh, petrochemical companies. Yeah, uh, and the, they were polluting the river. You couldn't, you couldn't <gasps> eat the 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 fish the shrimp or shrimp, catfish or shrimp. Uh, there were restrictions on that. By the time you know I was in grade school, whatever, you couldn't get the river shrimp. But that was Ew. the best shrimp before um, that. You mean? Yes, but even afterwards, you can get Gulf shrimp. I mean, and I'm not kidding you. We were even when we were kids. My father knew uh, fishermen. A dollar a pound, we'd have 50 pounds of shrimp. My mother and sisters were in the kitchen peeling shrimp. We'd have shrimp for a, for a year. How much um, is a pound of shrimp these days? Well, up here, you know, it's a different world. Well, you have to, it has to be up here because this is where we shop. I know. So if you want quality, wild-caught shrimp off the North Carolina coast, it's about $15 a pound. 15 15 50 Fifteen dollars oh, a pound. Um, in New Orleans, it depends if you want small. And I always like cooking with small. If you're doing gumbos or um, Creole um, etouffees or whatever, uh, small to medium, large shrimp. I got something you would grill. I find large shrimp difficult if you're uh, making because a, you're peeling all those. The well, shells if you're making off. a. If you're making a gumbo, large shrimp are difficult to work oh, with. to deal with. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they don't have the same kind of flavor. I would always save large shrimp for something you would put on the grill or the barbie. Ooh, that would, that makes more sense, yeah. But now, I always like smaller shrimp when you're making stews or gumbos. They, um, they're, you think about all the ingredients that go in there. You're adding some crab, maybe adding some oyster. And I can't find that up here, but I find it in New Orleans and fifteen dollars a pound would be very expensive down there in New Orleans. Yeah, no one would buy it at that price. Now, um, I did notice that you have two containers of um, crab meat in the freezer. How much was one of those? Well, so the lump crab meat I think was thirty-five. <gasps> That's gone down. And the jumbo lump was about forty. Okay, I'm thinking. I guess I'm thinking the jumbo lump. I remember you paying sixty dollars one time for that. Now that reminds me because um, that's all about seafood. Now, do you remember what we did on Saturday afternoon? As in two days ago, we went to one of our absolute favorite seafood restaurants. Oh, we went to Black Salt. Black Salt, where we had our reception. Not a reception, but our um, a wedding day, wedding day dinner, lunch, lunch yes. yeah, with um, my family and the, well, my mother and your your parents and the Dales, yeah. But anyway, we went to Black Salt and we um, first we ordered some fish because we were going to have fish on Saturday night for dinner. Yes, and you had you got the um, I got um, a piece of halibut. Halibut, that's what I was going to say, and I got the fluke flounder. Fluke flounder. Now, uh, we ordered our pieces of shrimp, I mean, pieces of fish, and then we said, can you put that in the refrigerator, and we're just going to have a glass of wine at the bar. Do you remember that? Yes. 
So we sat at the bar. I think there was only one other guy at the bar. Well, this was like at one, like one thirty in the afternoon, right? Yes. So we had a glass of wine at the bar. At um, Now, when I say Black Salt, this is the restaurant that the Obamas go to. Um, well, I don't know that they've been there lately. Oh, they could be. When, they, when he was president, they would go there. Yeah, but they still live in uh, North, oh, yeah. Northwest, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but they also they have a place in Chicago, too. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Anyway, so we went there, had a wonderful glass of wine, and picked up our fish. And then um, for dinner that night, we made the fish. And mine was really good. I just seared it. Do you remember? I just dredged it a little bit in flour and seared it. But I didn't end up eating the whole thing because it was too big. It was too much. Mm. And you had your halibut. And how was the halibut? It was excellent. You told me that it was flaky, but not like a steak flaky. Like um, No, I said to you... Um, because um, you only like white fish. Yeah. And I said to you, this is a fish you would enjoy. It's a flaky oh, fish. It has flaky. a mild yeah. flavor. Yes. Um, it's not difficult to prepare. No. Um, and I think I got a three or four ounce filet. Was Well, you ate your whole took piece, right? But I, four I, to five minutes to prepare. Just simple salt and pepper. Um, I deglaze with a little bit of white wine and some tarragon. Right. Reduce that a little bit. Put some parsley on top. We had that, some rice pilaf. Oh, yeah, that's right. You made, you, actually, and, your homemade rice pilaf. This yes. was not out of a box or anything. He made that from scratch. Now, And the... Um, do you remember the wine? The farm ready. Um, the farm, farmer's market. Oh. Green beans. Yes, your green beans from the farmer's market. All fresh. All fresh. Now, I can't remember the, the wine we had. Do you remember the wine? Uh, it was something from... It was not... Italy. It was a, um, right. a Sicilian white wine. Because it was the one we did the tasting for earlier that no, day. No, it was not the one Oh, it was not from there. Okay. It was one I've been having in the wine refrigerator. Oh, that's for right. Quite Et, some Etna time. Bianco, whatever so, it was. Um, had a nice uh, graphite... Uh, Lace through it. It was good. Uh, yes. Uh, nice. I say maybe stone fruit. Yeah, yeah. It, it to went it. really well with my uh, fish. But I love, I love Italian wines. Anything from, especially Sicily, with the 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 volcanic ash, the soils there, and you can you can get that on the nose if if there's any place that any area that has a sense of place. It's, uh, it's Sicily, yeah, and Sicily. Uh, so I, I enjoyed it. It was very nice. All right, so we're going to wrap this up, but I just want to tell the listeners that, as I mentioned earlier, I'm traveling um, Thursday through Monday, so you probably will not get a podcast until sometime mid-next week um, or even late in the week, um, and it probably won't be with my husband unless there's something to talk about with him specifically. It might be just me reviewing my, um, I don't even want to call it a vacation. My little I just got a text message from oh your latest God. girlfriend. From who? Thelma. What did she say? Wait, they don't know anything about Thelma. Thelma and Doris are not available. Oh, shit. Tomorrow. Who am what I you got going on with Thelma and Doris? Well, but tomorrow we have reservations at a different restaurant anyway. So what are you doing with those two? Um, well, that's an afternoon thing. Oh, afternoon. Honey, I wasn't going to talk about that because they don't. No, the listeners don't know these people. 
Well, wow. one is 88 and the other Why are is you, a very young 92. Why are you telling them these things? Well, they, th- they already think I have too many girlfriends as it is. Anyway. You have opened our marriage to a bevy of older women. <laughs> of ladies, yeah. And that's fine. They need pleasure. All right, listen, we've got to wrap this up. So um, that's everything. So um, again, uh, listeners, I will not be back until mid to late next week. So um, honey, thank you so much for being on this podcast you're with well, me. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. And I hope you have a good time while I'm gone next at the end of this week and into next week. I'm going to cook all sorts of things and eat them. Are you going to have anybody? Exotic are things. Are you going to have any men over? No. You could, though. You know, you could. I know. You know what? I'm going to go to the same assisted living facility. I hear Zebulon is looking for uh, something, something hot. Something, something, something. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to have a massage? Well, Uncle Bert has promised a massage, but... I bet he... But only if I allow him to wear his adult diaper because he can't control his bowels. Which means it's going to be a prostate uh, massage. <laughs> Not if he can't control his bowels. I'm uh, not I know, honey, massage. I know. All right, we got to wrap this up. The silliness right. has got to stop. All right, so thank you. Oh, for- I just got a text message from S- Uncle Clarence. No, Clarence Thomas? Right. Well... That's who you call Uncle Clarence. Listen, we got to wrap this up. Oh, wait, Clarence is married to Thelma. We've got to work this out. All right. Clarence is married to Jenny. What? All right. All right. Anyway, (laughs) thank you for being on the episode with me, and you need to say it with me. Until next time. Bye. Bye.